girl Cole Phillips. Ready for a fire episode. It's been a minute, but it ain't been too long, but maybe long enough here on No Ordinary Church Girl, Candid Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. What's going down? It's been a minute. My minute is like, it doesn't matter, but it's been a minute. I missed you. Hopefully you missed me, but for good reason. Been working on some things, been trying to do some things, been trying to be, you know, on top of some things. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't been doing a whole lot, to be honest. We're in quarantine. COVID. But I got some exciting, exciting. I can't even talk because it's so exciting. I got some exciting things to share with you all. Let's have some conversation. But of course, before I get into today's topic, let's talk about some news you absolutely cannot use. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. So it's kind of like not last week. It's kind of like uh, last month and, and some change, kind of. I don't know. Tell you, stay. What's going down, Brown? Well, you're not Brown. What is up? Wow. <laughs> he, just, just, he just racially profiled me. <laughs> I don't think I like the that. The voice. Of God, people. Hello there, my it's people. It's my personal voice of God. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? It's been a minute. It's been, it's, yeah. There we go. Use the minute. We won't say it's been a month. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Been a minute. Got a lot of share. Got a lot of share. Oh, I know you do. Got a whole lot of share. I know. I can't even talk so, so much some, to share. Here comes some therapy. <laughs> so, some therapy. Th- th- yeah, they're good some therapy. So we're, uh, Yeah. I'm pretty excited these days, despite the COVID. And we're going to talk about COVID and what it's doing to people besides what we already know is in the news and all that fun stuff. But uh, how you been doing? You're a parent in quarantine with your kid. How's that going for you? Uh, I've almost killed him about 17 times. (laughs) Other than that, everything's been going okay. You know what I have found out? Do tell. Is that I I, I am not supposed to be at home with my family all day long. I really wish you all, I know you can't see him, but if you can see him, it's amazing. He's amazing. I should make him come in here and like, nah. Oh, see. The mysterious side of the Italian stallion. The Italian no, stallion I just, right now, um, the voice I of God. Have, I, I, you know, <laughs> I thought it was going to be really cool and I should have known that being with my family all day long is just, I'm just not, not that healthy. person. It's not healthy for you. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not healthy. It's not healthy for me. It is not healthy for them. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've learned some things. My oldest, TJ, he's lazy. He's really lazy. If it's not about sports, really baseball, let's just be real, the one sport. If it's not about baseball, uh, he doesn't really care. He hasn't done um, what I would like him to step up to the level of focus and it bothers me because we are phenomenal people. You hear me? And phenomenal people have to stay to a certain standard when it comes to their workouts. Dang right. You, you know what I mean? We, we, we go hard. Like that's it. That's all. You, you don't call yourself phenomenal. And this is no shade at anybody else. This is what I say about me. Okay. Me and mine and, and Italian stallion and his, cause I know you. That's right. Right. And I'm not connected. If you're not, if you're not first, you're last. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. So so yeah, he's lazy. That's all I got. He's lazy. He's lazy. Okay? He's not so disciplined. Is he lazy? Oh, okay. Here we go. Or is he just acting lazy? Because have you seen him not lazy? 
So we'll, we'll, we'll say this. You know the things that you don't like to do? Yeah. You get real lazy about it. Uh-huh. We'll just say that's what it is. Okay. There's a lot he doesn't want to do around this house. Okay. okay. And he doesn't, it, it, it just, you got to fight to get it to happen. So what I would do yes. is just not feed him. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Your food is not promised, little boy. That's what I told my son. See, that's the beauty of having a man in the house. That's the beauty of it. Because you guys have a certain Locked presence. Locked up the food. You, you, you just, you got a certain presence. I'm just saying, you can say it and they know you mean it. But if mama says it, even when you do it, it's like, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. she mama, she, she, she love me though. Like, she not finna, she my mama, she not finna let me starve. We'll just do it. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get a spine is what you're telling me with my sons, right? No, yeah. I, I, you've got it in there. I do. Just don't give in. Okay. Those false contingencies don't that. work real well. Thank you so well. Thank, thank just you be so like, well. Just be like, I know, right? <laughs> you're over here already nervous. Just, just say it. Say, listen, are you, are you hungry? I know. Yeah, mom. Sorry. You didn't do you your didn't chores. You didn't do your chores. Oh, my gosh, that boy. Brandon doesn't. He, he, uh, he, so he wakes up in the morning. He does yeah. his schooling. Yep. He has to, he has a lot to do before he can do anything. Yeah. Before he can even get on his phone. Yeah. He has his Zoom meetings to do. There you go. He we got those. He has an hour of reading to do. Okay. He has a news ELA thing he has to do. It just helps him with writing. Yep. Uh, Same and with mine. he has to have an hour of outside time. I like it. Before he can do anything that he wants to do. I like it. I'm going to adopt that. You just and gave it to And he has to, to have him. breakfast and lunch. I'm, I'm just taking that on. I'm just going to take it. Do it. I am. Thank and you. you. Know, so you just solved it. I'm, I'm telling you. I think you solved it for other parents who are struggling right now as we've been, what, what is it, seven weeks now? What is, I don't this even know. This is, no, this is, uh, the it was what, March 13th. When, when yeah, was spring te- break? Technically it was March, I would say, yeah, it was like March 13th. So yeah, right there, a month March, and a half. Dang. You know what's crazy? So it's like six weeks going on seven. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy is how, you know, I. I felt like time was going by so slow, mm-hmm. but then it's May right. tomorrow. Yeah, literally. Or it's, it, I mean, it's like, what? Right. April went by so fast yeah. and I had nothing to do. Bananas. You hear crazy. Me? Bananas. And so, yeah, that's what I've learned about my oldest. And thank you. You just see therapy. Like this is therapy. It, news they're going to use. You know, we're going to change this bite. I think we're going to, we're just going to have to change it because you guys. Last you, you week's guys, news, you, you most certainly, certainly may use, will use or not Bam. use. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so so speaking of men in the house. Oh man. I'm gonna have a man in the house permanently. Ding 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 what ding. What does ding, that ding. mean? For the people that aren't the people understanding. Who, aren't, who aren't hip to what I'm saying, as you all know, if you've been joining Knock Nation over here at No Ordinary Church Girl with your girl, you know there's a Bubba, aka Domario. AKA what? AKA my fiance. <gasps> <laughs> what? There it is. I got engaged uh, exactly on April 24th and approximately 730-ish, I was being proposed to. There it is. Wow. On a Friday night, he figured it out even in quarantine. Look at there. Buddy did it. Quarantine And it wasn't engagement. a Zoom Real proposal. original, buddy. Come on. <laughs> you had to wait for the pandemic. <laughs> Come on now. Gee. Yeah, he waited for a crisis. The best thing I did, I've done in this quarantine was leave the house to give them a break from me. And you over here proposing in things, not okay. Actually, one night, I did bake brownies. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I baked brownies. Oh my gosh. I don't bake. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the story, but I gotta save it for another episode. I'm not gonna do it right now. What? I'm not yeah, I gotta leave you with a cliffhanger. Oh I know. I'm so sorry. But it's it's so good. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to be. That's how it's gonna happen. You know oh. me. But yes, I'm engaged, you all. I'm super excited about being engaged. But if I'm completely honest, I'm super excited and super scared at the same time, right? Not that I'm scared I'm marrying the wrong man. I wouldn't dare say that publicly, for one. I wouldn't do that to him. Now behind closed doors, but... <laughs> Some women would definitely do that. <laughs> Did I make that right decision? No, it's not that. It really is... Um, there's a level of anxiety, something I've never felt before, because it's been just me and the boys, Right. Um, it's been just me and the boys realistically for the last nine years. Um, yes, I've dated here and there, but they met none of them. It was never to the level of what we are now. And so it is scary because we're we're both in that space of blending his children and then my boys. Like, yee, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, right? It's it's totally different from when I was married before. Um, and we had no kids and I was young and it was like, let's just go. We'll just figure it out. Um, there's there's more people involved, right? And so we want to do this carefully. Um, but at the same time, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, it's it's new territory. It's definitely a faith move as it relates to our families, right? Not about us, but families. So there you go. There's my news. You're caught up for the most part because that's what I got. And I'll, I'll share more when it's time. And it ain't time. Yet. So that's what's happened since we've last talked. I like that. <laughs> so what am I going to say to you guys? There's so much I want to say about today's topic. Um, and I'm shifting gears a little bit in terms of my tone because it is serious. Like we're, we're in a crisis, right? And I'm not going to take away from that. Uh, we are in a pandemic. This COVID has done its fair share of damage to a lot of people, to a lot of people. And so when I say come up in COVID, I am not taking lightly what has happened to a lot of people. Uh, I've personally been close to individuals who have lost loved ones because of COVID. And so I am definitely not um, throwing any type of lowball type approach, if you will. And I'm not looking at it like it's so minor because it is, it's very major in all of our lives. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to continue to have an income coming in, in my home. That's not the case for millions of people, not some people. This is millions of people, right? Um, we've seen domestic violence increase. We've seen alcoholism go from a different direction. And, and me and Italian Stadium want to have a conversation about how there's, there's a double-edged sword even in that when we're talking about just alcohol being delivered or open to the public and so, uh, or open to, to purchase still, I should say. Um, go ahead. I feel like you got something to say, Italian Stallion. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to piggyback off of that. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, at the very beginning, I was like, wow, liquor stores are yeah. still, are, are essential. Right. And I didn't understand it, but I read an article the other day about why the lawmakers considered that essential. Yeah, yeah. So in a time like this, you know, I mean, in a time like any, you know, you have people with addictions. Right. You have people with alcohol addictions that are right. alcoholics mm -hmm. that are struggling with their addiction, with their substance abuse. Yeah. So if you think about it, what happens when you cut an alcoholic or an, a, a, an, an addict right. 
off cold turkey of something. Right. And, you know, I never thought about it that way. Because what about the underlying issues? Yeah. You know, what about, I mean, taking an addictive substance away from an addict, cold turkey, yeah. can do a lot more harm than good. Absolutely. I agree. That's why they wean people off of things. That's why there are programs for this. That's, you know, but just ending it out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Think about the violence. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, domestic abuse and child abuse is up, which is just horrific. Yeah, it breaks my heart more it than anything. It breaks my heart more than anything because, you know, what's crazy is um, because Kate is a, uh, a, a kindergarten teacher mm -hmm. that the calls to CPS have dropped almost to nothing. And you mm -hmm. know why? Yeah, it's because it's all contained in the, the home. teachers were calling. Yeah. And that they were the only ones that yeah. were present present enough in the children's lives but separated enough right. to be able to be safe to call. Mm -hmm. And now CPS has nothing to do when it comes to that because no one's calling anymore because there's there's no yeah. school. It's contained in How the home. How sad is that? It's contained in the home, for sure. These sure. poor children yeah. that are are just, they're so innocent. Yeah. They don't deserve that. No, I agree. That's probably the biggest thing. And I'm saying probably because there's been, like I said, death that was close to home for me. Uh, my best friend lost a cousin. She actually had COVID. She's in the New York, New Jersey area where the war zone is what I call it. It has been going down for the longest. And so um, it's it's been, it has been heavy in a lot of ways. You know, again, we're looking at millions of people upwards of 30 million of people, 30 million people losing their jobs. Right. And uh, that's huge. I, I know what it is to be laid off. I dealt with that in 2011. So when 9-11 hit, I was in the financial world. So you can imagine the financial world took a humongous hit. And, and there was a lot that happened in 2008 prior to that. So um, I know what it is to lose a job. I know what it is to have the uncertainty of um, not knowing what I'm going to do next. And, but I have, I will say I have a level of mental toughness and a level of tenacity that I don't let it stop me. I'll, I'll deal with it in the moment when it comes to that. And that's really what I want to talk about when I say come up in COVID. I deal with adversity a um, lot differently than some of the people I've came across. And the reason I say that is one, obviously my faith is a big part of it. But another part of it is that um, I don't know any different. I came up in a home where we made plans. If the plan didn't work, we revised, uh, we re-strategized, whatever it was, and then we made another move. There, there wasn't a moment for a pity party. And I tell this story all the time. And for my mother, I don't know if she, she really likes me telling it all the time at this point because it, it makes her look one way. But in reality, it was so helpful where I am today. And, and I can't remember if I've said it before on the show or not, but you're going to hear it today. She, um, there was a time where I was in high school and I was playing sports and I was uh, working and I was keeping my grades up and I'm not the most studious when it comes to the, the academic world. Like I, I was like 2.75 day alive. We good. Right. <laughs> so I was like 3.0 student. So I thought I was doing something. Came home, single mom. I understand any single parents out there. Um, you've been working all day and you come home to a messy house, right? You're like, calm on you know I don't you don't pay no bills you don't do nothing the least you could do is clean the house and that's really what what she did she went off just like that and uh I remember I'm sitting there and I got up and, and was doing the dishes and I had a moment I'll call it a teenage moment I got upset and I was like I do this I get good grades I'm working I'm running track because I was in track and field and I was like and I'm still taking care of my business I just want to hear you're proud of me 
My mother turns and looks at me as she's walking to her room. <laughs> she turns around and she looks at me and she said, you want me to praise you for things you're supposed to do? And I was like, ow, right? I thought she was like, oh, honey, I'm proud of you. You know I'm proud of you, right? No, not my mother. You want me to praise you for things you're supposed to do? You're supposed to get good grades. What are you going to school for? To be dumb? You're supposed to. You just you decided to run track. I didn't make you do that. So if you're going to do it, you better do it to the highest level. So good job on that. But you're supposed to. Why why be in it if you're not going to give your best effort? And she's like, and nobody asked you to work. You made that decision. So if you're going to go to work, I expect you to give your best. You should expect that of yourself. So why am I praising you for something that you sh- you are supposed to do? And then turned around and went in her room. You hear me? I said, uh, well, let me just wash these dishes. <laughs> what else do you say to that? But it's in that for someone else who's like, well, dang, she could have used the opportunity to still say blah, blah, blah. Right. I'll tell you the back end of that conversation. There has been plenty of times my mother has told me how proud she is of me. The things I've been able to do, moving away from all of them, being from Michigan and moving uh, to Texas with no family, getting divorced and choosing to stay versus going back home where all my support was like that takes a lot. But I had great examples, too. I had individuals in my life that that's just what we do. We take a hit, we get back up and we keep it moving. If I'm not dead, I can keep moving ahead. That's really the focus. I'm not dead. I'm moving ahead. And so when I say come up in COVID, I'm really saying, what are you doing right now to come up? If you've dealt with death, and like I said, I've had people very close to me that have had deaths happen, very close to me. Um, If you've had deaths, what are you doing to keep that legacy that they left you alive? Don't mourn and just leave it there. Like they had a life, they they imparted something into you. Take that joy that you had with them, take that that hard work ethic, whatever it was that they had, make that still alive today in your family, in the atmospheres you walk in. Make them still relevant. You know, it shouldn't just be famous people who did things for the world that we remember. You have people every day that are heroes in your life, right? And so what are you doing after you mourn, after you have your time of grief? What are you doing to make sure that what they imparted into you stays relevant, stays alive and moves forward? That's the come up, right? There's joy in the midst of a dark moment. I believe that, but you have to find it. You, you can't wait for someone to show it to you. You need to find it because sometimes you're the only one there by yourself. And it's hard. It truly is. But you have to find that joy. When it comes to your finances, like I said, I've been there. I know what it is to be laid off. But your girl got a lot of gifts. And I knew that too. One of them being my mouth. I knew how to go in and talk to anybody. And I might not have been the best negotiator, but my personality took me a lot of places and meeting a lot of people. And because of that, and because I know how to talk to people, and because I was respectful, and because I was not uh, judgmental, and I had the, the level of reputation that I was a person of integrity, Man, look, it opened up doors. It took me no time to find another place of employment. Plain and simple. And I pass it forward to anyone else that I've been able to do that for. And even now being, you know, embarking into entrepreneurship is a very scary platform for me. But can I tell you, it's it's not formed from the standpoint of I'm working in the space that God has gifted and talented me in. So it's just a matter of knowing your value. How are you coming up in COVID? Maybe you are the one who needs to spend more time with your family. Right. We're focusing on finances. We're focusing on the state of the world and where we're going to move as far as the economy. But guess what? Can I be real with you? There are ways to get that money. Like real talk. There's a lot of money being given out right now. But are you going to go get it? They're not saying, you know, some of you got stimulus and some of us didn't. 
Let's just be real. And the ones that didn't look, don't look at it as what they didn't give me anything. Look at it as, okay, I'm doing something right. Let me continue to pour out into the world so that I can keep doing what I'm doing. Don't, don't look at what you didn't get. Look at what you have, what you have, right? But there's tons of money out here for you. Small business owners, they're giving money to you, but you got to go get it. They're not going to find you. It's no different than when you started this thing, you were going out there, you were hustling, you were trying to find those people, find your, your target audience or find your tribe. Right? So what are you doing right now? And, th- and this is the warrior in me speaking to you. And that's why I felt it was so important, so important to, to not only do this as a podcast, but a video as well, because I really want you to get that you can come up in COVID. Do not get caught up in the people who seem like they're hustling and they're making all this money even now. No, nah, th- like that's a facade. Can I just be real? There's a lot of flattening of the curve happening right now. That's, that's just called, I'm not ready to deal with the true image of what's happening in my home. And that's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to put it out on front street. But what I am saying, do not compare. Just look at how I can get ahead. How can you come up and how can you get ahead in whatever situation you're in right now? For the ones who are dealing with domestic violence, that's tough. Guess what? I've been in that too. I've been the child of domestic domestic violence, and I've also been the woman who's been the person who had it happen to her. But I can tell you've got people around you right now who have been waiting for you to change your mind. Waiting. If you change your mind, meaning you make a decision, I deserve more, I don't deserve this, and you step into the space of the person who has been waiting for you to change their mind, and you know who they are because they've been talking to you and they've been asking you, are you sure? And why are you, I just want you happy. Or I see something, talk to me, what's going on? I noticed something different. That's even for the kid that's dealing with it. There are people there. God has placed people in your presence that can help you get out, but you have to make up your mind. You have to make up your mind. Even in my position of, thinking that uh, in the conversation that me and Italian Stallion had regarding alcohol, right? I'm not a big drinker. I'm not going to say I don't take a sip or two because I'm not going to lie like that. I'm, I'm okay with me. I'm okay with me and my relationship with God to say that. But I will say that when you're dealing with alcoholism, you may be given an opportunity to make a change, to slowly wean yourself off, not to be forced, not to have an intervention, but you are actually being given an opportunity to wean yourself off. Are you going to take it? Are you going to come up in COVID? Are you going to come up out of this a better person? Because I believe that's the opportunity we're being given across the board to the billionaire, to the millionaire, to the thousandaire, however you want to look at it. You're given an opportunity to come up and be better. If you are an adulterer, you can't get to that side chick or that side dude no more. You can come up and be better. You're given an opportunity to be better. If you were a bad leader, a poor leader in your home or poor leader in your corporate life or your business, You're given an opportunity to be better, to look in the mirror and look at yourself and be better. If you've been on social media putting on a facade that's not you, you're given the opportunity because guess what? All of us got COVID nails. Even me. I've been trying to get these man things off. It's tough. (laughs) All the pure acetone is gone. Trying to find some because this is not good for my ring. (laughs) But all seriousness, if you've been putting on the facade, guess what? This is the first time I put on any type of makeup. And that's just because I wanted to feel good a little differently. Like I felt like I was just like, blah. So I wanted to add a little sunshine. I even put on my favorite color today with my T-shirt. It's really about being authentic, getting to the raw of you, the real of you, dealing with you and making the decision to come up. Or stay where you are. And I think you're going to see a lot of people make a shift in their life for the better. Why not you? I'm just saying. So let's all come up in this COVID. 
Because I do believe in this season, in this time, you can. And a lot of us can come into a new space happier, healthier, and whole. Real talk. So that's all I got to say about that. I'm super excited about this season of No Ordinary Church Girl for a multitude of reasons that we will continue to share. Um, And it's just because there's new life. There's new beginnings happening, not only in my life, but I feel for a lot of yours. And I think it's time we start really digging in deep about what that looks like and what that means. And uh, of course, how the principles of God can mix right into the middle of it and help you walk it out successfully. So with that said, party people, this is your girl, Cole Phillips. I want you to remember we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram and coming soon, YouTube. It's going to be so many different ways we can connect and talk. Be sure to drop it on the DMs or drop it in the comments what you thought of this episode. Share some dialogue about what you've been fighting with and dealing with if you desire. But no matter what, I'm here for you. Let's continue to grow together. This is your girl. Make this rest of the week far from greater than anything you can imagine. And I'll holler at you really soon. <laughs>